Okay, without further ado, let's check in with my not much older but always much wiser wife. It's time for The Pith of Pop, the podcast edition with Jen. Hey, welcome back, Jen. Hi. And uh, happy birthday. Thank you. This is your, uh, what is it, your fourth 29th birthday. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, so, well, definitely welcome back. I have to say, everyone missed you. I got a lot of email. Some people saying, oh, I hope she's okay. Some people saying, you know, bring her back soon. And, of course, people saying, you should have sucked it up and taken one for the team. Well, maybe, but I feel better now, so I'm good. All right, so what did you want to talk about this week? I guess we can continue on with the theme of musical guilty pleasures. And uh, I guess it's a top five? Yeah. And the category? Top five power ballads. Uh, noisy, hair-bandy people? Right, right. Typically, they were all making music between around 1985 to 1992. Um, there's about three dozen bands to choose from, but this is my personal list of my favorites. All right. Uh, power ballad number five. Silent Lucidity by Queensryche. Okay, and uh, we're going to try a little something different here. We've got iTunes fired up, and we're going to just hear a little bit of that, just short enough to not get sued. So, Silent Lucidity by Queensryche, what's so great about it? It reminds me a lot of Comfortably Numb by Pink Floyd. It's got kind of that dreamy quality. The melody is similar. And I think it's just, it's beautiful. It's got this very orchestral quality. Um, the, the introduction is very soft and sweet, and it kind of crescendos into this really beautiful, powerful ending. Well, when you talk about power ballads in this particular category, I think that slow building and then the crescendo and then the orchestra and strings and uh, electric guitars, that's probably one of the trademarks of it. Yeah, that, that's typical. They're from Seattle, and, and they do certain side projects now and then, but I think they're still recording, actually. Oh, okay. Um, so that was number five. Number four. Don't Cry by Guns N' Roses. Alrighty. Now, Guns N' Roses, they really excelled at the power ballad. I mean, that, that sounded like a quintessential Guns N' Roses ballad. Well, Guns N' Roses are so tricky to figure out because you've got their ballads, which are very, very heavily inspired by Elton John. And then you have pretty much all of the Appetite for Destruction album, which is like a punk rock album. But the good thing about their ballads is that they're they're very huge and, and well-arranged and well-written. Um, and, and you can really hear Elton John's influence on, on this song. And uh, what's it about exactly? A bad breakup, a really... Well, not a bad breakup, not bitter, but it's it's kind of a a sad, maybe next time we'll get along better kind of song. It's I think it's the lyrics are really sweet. Definitely the kind of song to uh, listen to late at night, uh, clutching your pillow in despair. And sobbing, yeah. 
Okay, that was number uh, four, Don't Cry But Guns N' Roses. Number three, third best power ballad. Carrie by Europe. All right. You know, I really didn't listen to this kind of music when I was younger, but I think that song must have crossed over or something because it really sounds familiar. Yeah, it was a top 20 hit. It, you probably heard it quite a bit on the pop station. And uh, Europe, what what do they do? They did the final countdown, that kind of weird synthesizer song. They're from Sweden. They're otherwise pretty unremarkable. They've had, they have like two hits that I can think of right off the top of my head. Um, but they were fairly popular in the 80s and just kind of disappeared. Well, I definitely remember the final countdown, but what's so great about Carrie? It's really sad. I think it's a song directed at somebody who's not quite taking a hint that the relationship is over, and so the singer of the song has to just firmly and gently try to let this person down, and it's kind of full of regret and sadness, but yet determination. Hmm, sadness and breaking up and stuff like that. Is that the basic theme for a power ballad? Yeah, you have some like that. I mean, are there any happy power ballads, I guess is my question. Sure, yeah, there are. Okay. Um, so Carrie by Europe was uh, number three. Number two, second best, second favorite power ballad. Sister Christian by Night Ranger. Okay, quickie, quickie. Okay, well, first of all, I guess i got to ask you about the title. Is Sister Christian a person? I've always wondered that. Well, from the stories that I've always heard, Christian is actually, her name is Kristen, and she's the sister of a band member, and this song is kind of a love letter to a sister saying, you know, don't grow up too fast, keep your head about you, and it, it's it's kind of um, an anomaly in that it's it's a song directed at somebody that's not a love song. Well, well, there. So there's a slightly positive message in the power ballad. It it also sounds familiar though. Where where have we heard it? It was featured very heavily in that movie Boogie Nights. Ah, okay. Um, so what specifically do you like about Sister Christian? It does that mellow intro and big build up, but to me, the two parts sound so different from each other. They almost sound like they're not part of the same song. The tempos kind of change and the sound changes and it's it's kind of almost like they were written at two different stages and sewn together. And uh, what is Night Ranger doing now, by the way? They tour now and then. Um, Jack Blades, the lead, sometimes lead singer, was in the Damn Yankees. They they do side projects here and there and they tour occasionally. Okay, so number two was Sister Christian by Night Ranger and finally your number one favorite power ballad. I Remember You by Skid Row. Yeah. 
Well, I guess that's not a cover of the Don Ho song. No, it's not. <laughs> so what's the song about? I think it's kind of fond recollections of a high school romance. Kind of, you know, we had a really good relationship and I remember you fondly and I miss you. And what do you like so much about the song? I think Sebastian Bach has an awesome voice. He's just a great singer. Um, in fact, he's been in Broadway productions of Jekyll and Hyde and a couple of other musicals. He's, you know, really managed to carry his stardom to something else entirely. And I think it's it's very the song is very powerful and it's very sentimental, but it's not sappy. It, it doesn't have things in it that make you go, Ugh. It, it's kind of sweet, but, but not overly so. All right. So according to Jen, the top five power ballads are Silent Lucidity by Queensryche, Don't Cry by Guns N' Roses, Carrie by Europe, Sister Christian by Night Ranger, and I Remember You by Skid Row. These are great songs, especially if you want to relive the mid to late 80s. And we just want to let you know that uh, if you want to pick them up, they're all available for you legitimately at the iTunes Music Store, which is, of course, where we pick them up. For the low live price of 99 cents each. That's right. So uh, thanks for joining us, Jen. My pleasure. All right. Now, last week for our 20th show, I invited you to ring me on the listener line and to tell me what your favorite thing about Hawaii is. And uh, I got a lot of responses, you know, quite a few shy people who only emailed, but many of you picked up the phone or, you know, started up your digital recorders and sent along some Hawaii memories. So here are some of the best things about Hawaii from the awesome listeners of Hawaii Up. This is Adam from Grapevine, Texas, and my favorite thing about Hawaii is macadamia nuts. Ooh. Hi, Ryan. My name is Shanti from Bangkok, Thailand. I'm a relatively newcomer to this uh, iPad podcasting world, but uh, lucky enough to find this program, and I really enjoyed this. Um, my favorite thing about Hawaii is uh, what is that? You know, <laughs> everything, you know, from food, beaches, and people, everything. This is Brad from Gilbert, Arizona. I would have to say my favorite thing about Hawaii is the overall relaxed attitude, the the feeling that time really isn't that important anymore, and there's no need to rush, just Go ahead and enjoy the moment. This is Eric Wilson from Waukesha, Wisconsin. No, actually, Heartland. And um, I like the ocean out there. Later. Hi, this is Jared from Watertown, Wisconsin. Just wanted to say how much I enjoy your program, and what I appreciate the most about Hawaii is its people and the spirit of aloha, and everyone that uh, I ever talked with there is so excited about their own cultures. We're all within Hawaii, so... Uh, keep up the good work. We'll talk to you real soon. Aloha. I listen to the podcast and love it. Uh, I'm stuck living on the mainland. I'm in uh, Georgia now. I've, I've lived California most of my life, Idaho, and now we're in, or my family's in Georgia. But uh, I lived for many years on Oahu at North Shore and, uh, and Townside. And uh, I miss it, and you bring it back to me, so I really appreciate that. You make me feel like I'm home. Uh, both my children were born there, and uh, 
Uh, we really miss uh, Hawaii. So, all, all my aloha to you. Hey, Ryan. This is Michael. I'm calling from Tokyo, Japan. Just listened to your um, latest pod show. I, I really enjoy listening to Hawaii because I actually lived in Hawaii for 19 years. I've been in Japan for three years now, but um, prior to that, I, I really enjoyed my golf in Hawaii. So to come to Tokyo, you, you uh, become very appreciative of, of the cheap golf that, that you can enjoy in Hawaii. So I just thought I'd give you a ring and uh, put in my two cents. Or in Japan, that would be 200 yen, or I'm sorry, 20,000 yen a round of golf. That's about $200. I could play about 10 rounds over in, a, I don't know, probably at the Prince Golf Course in Never Beach where uh, actually I'm, I'm from. So thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. This is Mike from Bartlett, Illinois. And my favorite thing about Hawaii, well, there's two things. One, it's the climate, and two, the aroma. I just love getting off the plane and smelling the flower and the tropical breeze. makes me feel like I'm home, my home away from home. Hey, this is uh, Stephen from Minnesota, and I'd just like to say that uh, probably my favorite Hawaii memory would be uh, on my first trip to the islands in 2003 after uh, completing my pool and classwork towards becoming a certified scuba diver. My dad and I were uh, on a boat trip to uh, Malakini off of Maui to uh, complete the certification process. And I just remember uh, standing on the uh, dive platform and plunging into the water and just being amazed by what I saw. Um, I could see tons of coral and colorful fish just everywhere and visibility for miles and I just, I, I knew I'd found something special, and I had found my paradise, and that's, to me, what's, uh, that feeling I experience is what's special about Hawaii, um, just the feeling of perfect, and, like, whenever I'm on Hawaii, I just feel complete and happy, and I know it sounds funny to say this as a 15-year-old, but, uh, just that, that experience sort of, uh, changed what I wanted to do in life, um. I'd always wanted to possibly become a pilot or something of that nature, but now I really want a career in the dive industry, and I just I want to I know I want to end up living on Hawaii someday, and uh, just thought I'd share that. How's that, Ryan? This is Tom Cam in New York City, um, the expatriate local boy who lives in the city, um, and an avid follower of your podcast. So, my entry, the thing I love about Hawaii most right now from where I am is knowing that it's a great place to be from, listening to that song by the girl who's, who's talking about dying in a Volvo, almost dying in a Volvo. Just remind me of all those times you're driving around the island in the middle of the night with the, with the top down or with the windows open and how beautiful it always was. Um, please bring Jen back. Miss her this week. Love her little, her little summaries of shows and movies and, and things. Um, thanks for Derek Cutter on the show. Okay, hello, no, bye. All right, hey, that was great. Thanks, guys. Mahalo, thanks for sharing your Hawaii memories. I love hearing those stories from around the world. Although I did notice, you know, all the callers were guys. I know there's some ladies out there, you know, don't be shy. But uh, anyway, as I promised, I did a drawing to see which 
caller would get a Hawaii Up prize. I've got two Hawaii Up t-shirts and some Hawaiian macadamia nut chocolates, the quintessential Hawaii gift. So, let's see. Pulled from a shoebox earlier tonight, the winner of the chocolate is... Jared from Wisconsin. Hey, your taste buds are going to thank me, but probably not your waistline. Okay, the winner of the first Hawaii Up shirt. It's a very nice ash gray t-shirt because, you know, Lord knows we all have enough white t-shirts. It's got the hula iPod girl on it. The winner is Stephen from Minnesota, the diver. So congratulations, Stephen. And finally, the winner of the second shirt. It's It's actually a nifty, I guess, ringer t-shirt. It's got these bright orange trim on the collar and sleeves the winner of the second shirt is john in georgia hey i know you miss hawaii john but i hope this show and now your bright new shirt brightens your day over there so congratulations to jared Stephen, and john we'll hook up via email and we'll make sure you get those prizes and uh, thank you and thank all of you those who called and, and 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 everyone really for being a part of the hawaii up ohana i really appreciate you're listening to the show. Now, I've actually got one more shirt that I've decided to hold back just in case. Just in case one of my lady listeners, female listeners, and you know who you are, are willing to tell your story. So uh, if you're out there, you know, just do it. Just call. Just send me an MP3. Whatever is your favorite Hawaii memory. What do you like about the islands? You can dial 808-356-0127 or just send your message via e- your audio message via email to comments at hawaiiup.com. So, you know, ladies, I really hope uh, at least one of you, one of you calls. Uh, otherwise, I'm going to keep this shirt for myself. I don't even have a gray one. Um, all right. You know, I'm seeing that we're running out of time. We're overtime, in fact, so we're just going to have to wait to hear Polly. I should let you know, though, that Polly's got some performances coming up next weekend on Saturday, the 20th. You can catch them at the North Shore Cultural Festival in Haleiwa. And the next day on the 21st, they're going to start in the thick of things at the annual Slack Key Festival at Kapiolani Park. And they're going to end the day uh, that Sunday at Brew Moon at Ward Center. So go catch some Polly if you're here in Hawaii. Otherwise, you'll hear them next week here on Hawaii Up. And that does it for me, everybody. I'd uh, again like to thank Akamai Brain Collective for the great theme music. And I'd like to say a giant, a big shaka-covered mahalo to you for listening this week. I love to hear what you think, uh, what you'd like to hear, or, you know, whatever you want. So please uh, never hesitate to drop me an email at comments at HawaiiUp.com. Or, of course, use that Hawaii Up listener line at 808 356 Zero one two seven. Okay, have a great week, folks. Malamapono. Please take care, and until next time, ahui ho.